We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello everyone, welcome along to the Fantasy Football Beat on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by Draft. My name is Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Each week I'm joined by an NFL Beat reporter to break down one of the biggest games of the week, and on this week's show it is a pretty big game that I think is going to be pretty much a fantasy bonanza. If you look across the list of games this week, this one I think is at the top of the list of where you can pretty much plug in the majority of players and we'll uh, get some points on the board and uh, we'll be talking a lot about it. So it's uh, the Patriots and the Oakland Raiders and they will be playing this one down in Mexico and uh, I'll be joined on the show to discuss it with Mike Snyderman of the Mercury News. He covers the Oakland Raiders for uh, the Mercury News so I'm looking forward to having him on in just a little moment and we'll be taking a key look at uh, the players and the matchups that we expect to decide this game so we're going to talk a little bit about Amari Cooper and his issues with his drops uh, throughout the season is he over it is it a case that it will continue on throughout the season we'll talk about Jared Cook Marshawn Lynch Derek Carr basically the Patriots offense what do we think of all those different things and then after I talk with Matt I'm going to take a few moments 
to break down what I think from a fantasy football perspective and dive a little bit deeper into those outlooks using some of the apps up on rotaviz.com. For those of you who don't know, Rotoviz is a sports data and analytics site that publishes over 1,000 articles per year and has a suite of more than 20 proprietary apps. I'll be using some of those apps uh, just after I talk to Matt to uh, look through some of the prospects in this game. And of course, you can go to rotaviz.com to check out the site and all the fantastic work that is up there on a, on a daily basis. Uh, fantastic work by the entire Rotoviz team at the moment. Uh, this season has been uh, tremendous to read through all the content up there. So without uh, any further ado, let's get uh, to Matt, let's get him onto the show and uh, let's talk about the Patriots and the Oakland Raiders. Delighted to be joined now on the show by Mike Schneiderman of the Mercury News. We're going to be talking here now about the New England Patriots and the Oakland Raiders this week. Matt does cover the team for or cover what the Mercury News. He does cover the Oakland Raiders, and uh, we're going to. I'm looking forward to talking to you about this game. So uh, thanks for jumping aboard the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Obviously, the Oakland Raiders coming off their bye week. Before that bye, they did face the Miami Dolphins. Won that twenty-seven to twenty-four in the end up, and they've got to four and five. Marshawn Lynch had his best game of the season two uh, touchdowns for him in that one and then we've seen Jared Cook have a big uh, game he led all receivers uh, hauling in eight catches for 126 yards which was a season high for him but with that game going in getting the win starting to maybe get the season back on track at four and five uh, what was your biggest takeaway from either that game or if you want to dive deeper into the first half of the Raiders season yeah I think something that the Raiders should be concerned about obviously you know some people had them as Super Bowl contenders before the season, and here they are at four and five, uh, just outside of the AFC playoff picture. They're eighth in the AFC right now. Very lucky that you know it's a very crowded picture in the AFC. But I think the big takeaway is their secondary. They're the first team in NFL history without an interception through Week Ten, and their their schedule only gets harder in these last seven games. Obviously, next they play the best quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. But in that Dolphins game, Jay Cutler went for 311 yards on 34-42 passing, three touchdowns. That is supposed to be one of the weaker quarterbacks in the league, and, and he makes the Raiders' secondary look like babies out there. So uh, if that performance against the Dolphins, and it's not just the Dolphins, the Raiders' secondary has made a lot of quarterbacks this year look very competent when maybe they shouldn't. Uh, so I think that is my biggest takeaway from these first nine games is just the struggles of the Raiders' secondary and how their uh, lack of a pass defense has led them to this four and five record among other things and the quarterbacks like Tom Brady like Dak Prescott like Alex Smith who they're going to have to face here like Carson Wentz in these last seven games to try and fight to make the playoffs yeah and you, you touched on it, obviously they're getting Tom Brady this weekend with the New England Patriots this game of course being played in Mexico as well which is going to make it a little bit more interesting but as we look at the injury reports I'm going to start off first with the New England Patriots the injury report I'm going off with them is Wednesdays as we record this on Thursday uh, Marcus Cannon did not practice for them Chris Hogan still not practicing with that shoulder injury Matthew Slater their key special teamer and wide receiver did not practice either everyone else for them has been either full or limited this week so pretty healthy all around with only three that didn't practice on the, the Wednesday report so they're looking pretty fresh and healthy but then when you look at the Oakland Raiders it's uh, been a pretty much the same situation with only two of their guys so far not practicing yesterday the rest all limited uh, our fall participation in practice David Amerson did not practice uh, yesterday the cornerback with a foot injury and uh, obviously Donald Penn didn't practice that was not uh, injury related so we'll see uh, your thoughts in just a second those limited this uh, this past Wednesday were Gabe Jackson Corey James Marshall Newhouse and 
Jameez Azawale. So when you're looking through those guys, is there any of them that you expect to miss out this Sunday? Or are you expecting them uh, pretty much to uh, all suit up as we as we get ready for this one? It, barring any setbacks, uh, the guys who were limited, I expect them to suit up. It'll be interesting for Emerson because he missed the Miami game with that foot injury. He's been plagued with injuries, a shoulder, a concussion that he suffered in week four uh, a couple weeks back. And he is a starting cornerback. And I know he hasn't been great this year, but any help this depleted, beleaguered secondary can get will help, especially against Tom Brady. So Emerson's an important piece to that defensive back unit. So getting him back would be important. I'm told uh, by someone close to Donald Penn that his absence was just family-related. Expect him to be back today. I guess we'll find that out in a couple minutes here. But he should be good to go. And then everyone else, maybe but Amerson, should be good to go. I I, I know as we're recording this uh, practice injury report hasn't come out yet today. So we'll see about Amerson. Uh, he's obviously the most important one on that injury report, having been the only one to miss practice with an injury on uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, and obviously this past uh, Monday as well, uh, Gary and Connolly, one of the cornerbacks for the Raiders, was placed on injured reserve, so that's uh, him done for the rest of the season. But I guess uh, with that bye week to recover, it does help them uh, a little bit to uh, get you know those injury numbers down. And at this stage of the season, it's uh, a pretty healthy-looking injury report for them all around. As we enter Week 11, the Patriots, they are uh, 7-2, and two, pretty much like we expect from the Patriots every year. They're kind of cruising at this stage. We thought at the start of the season, without a loss to the Chiefs, that maybe they wouldn't be quite what we thought they were going to be. But they have uh, continued to deliver. Uh, they bet the Denver Broncos this past week in a very dominant fashion in Denver 41-16. So that win gives them a five-game win streak and also gives them a 12-game win streak on the road. So they're pretty much uh, dominating in all facets as they move forward here. So as we look at it, uh, in one of your early pieces you talked you kind of touched there on the defense just a moment ago but in one of your earlier pieces this week you talked about despite all the signs pointing to a shootout on Sunday Oakland's uh, beleaguered defensive backs want to write their own narrative so with this defense so far this season uh, what have you made of it you've mentioned obviously the struggles already yeah uh, I don't see any sign for why Oakland is going to hold the Patriots under 30 points I mean I think it would be a win if they did uh, obviously then Derek Carr would have to put up more than that on the other side of the ball but I do think we're going to see an offensive shootout because the Patriots uh, statistically speaking have the worst defense in the league Raiders have one of the worst defenses in the league and obviously two, these are two of the the best I wouldn't say Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the league this year but he's a he's a rising star in this league and Tom Brady is obviously the best ever so I expect a game where both teams score in the 30s more likely than not. Nothing that, that the Raiders' secondary or pass defense, or really anything about their defense, has shown me this year that they're capable of limiting Tom Brady or limiting uh, the Patriots' explosive offense in any way. Just too many options at receiver. Uh, the guy who guards the tight ends for the Raiders, Obi Melifonwu, mainly, I know he just made his debut against Miami, but the, Coaches like him guarding tight ends, but guarding guys like Rob Gronkowski, Martellus Bennett, Dwayne Allen, that's going to be trouble for the rookie if he is given an increased role in that game. If not, the linebackers have struggled to cover tight ends. Corey James, Navarro Bowman, uh, those guys. So I don't see any reason why why the, the Raiders' defense would hold the, the Patriots relatively in check, uh, but maybe they'll prove me wrong. Who knows? 
<laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to read off some stats here now with Tom Brady's in his 18th season in the league obviously he's leading the league at this moment in time in completions he's 231 leading it in attempts 343 passing yards 200 or 2807 and he also has the second most touchdowns with 19 so he's pretty much uh, on just like father time is not able to catch up with Tom Brady at this moment in time and uh, <laughs> you mentioned Rob Gronkowski still Brady's top target he has five touchdowns on the season 38 receptions 583 yards and that's worth missing the game Branton Cooks has looked good uh, and the game it's all game plan game plan related with the Patriots uh, you know some weeks it'll be Branton Cooks some weeks it's been Chris Hogan now we've seen the running backs it's been spread around from week to week so the last couple of weeks we've seen uh, Dion Lewis and Rex Burkhead getting the most work but you kind of touched on it there it's very very hard to see this Raiders team being able to keep them below 30 points and uh you know, so if they can't keep them below thirty points, what do you expect the uh, the game plan this week to be for the for the Raiders? There's really no simple answer. Uh, I mean, the the best they can hope for is to shut down the run game. The Raiders have been pretty good at defending against the run this year. They've only allowed uh, one rusher over a hundred yards, and that was Lashawn McCoy back in Week Eight at Buffalo. Um, something the Raiders really struggle with is defending running backs who can catch the ball. You see, you've seen guys like Melvin Gordon, like McCoy like uh like a Javorius Allen from from Baltimore. Some of those guys have have done some damage against the Raiders this year and uh James White is the Patriots leading receiver in terms of receptions. He's a very receiving savvy running back. Obviously Rex Burke had caught a touchdown last weekend. Uh I said White, Deion Lewis too. The, the Patriots don't have a standout rusher on the ground per se, but they have a lot of guys who can who can create havoc in a couple different ways out of that backfield in the in the passing game? So I think the Raiders they're not going to slow down Tom Brady. I don't think they're not going to be able to keep up with Brandon Cooks and the Rob Gronkowski. So I think the best way to limit the offense is to really key on those running backs out of the backfield and make sure they don't uh, advance to the second level when they catch the ball because that'll be the main thing that that really moves the chains and wears down this Raiders defense is those running backs wreaking havoc I think and uh, I guess uh, we've talked enough about the Patriots so if they're going to put up those 30 points the Raiders are going to need to put up more than 30 points in this one to to make it competitive if they're going to win the game so over the last uh, couple of weeks Amari Cooper seems to be back to the level of receiver we kind of became accustomed to over his first two years in the league he did start the season with a five-week span in which he caught just 13 passes for 84 yards and no touchdowns so it's been uh, you know an up and down year for him but he started to to progress along I think he has had 10 drops this season but seven of those were in the first four weeks of the year so we haven't seen as many drops since that so what do you think uh, was some of the reasons that contributed to those drops issues at the start of the season and do you think maybe now he's starting to get past that or do you think it might still be a little bit in his head at this moment in time I think he's starting to get past it we were talking to general manager Reggie McKenzie last week and, and I asked him uh, with Amari, is it something mental? The drops are is it some, a technical thing that, that needs to be changed, something regarding technique. And he said, you know, sometimes when you have that much skill, your mind takes a little while to catch up to your body. So that gives me the sense that it's more mental. I mean, it has to be. A young kid like that, regardless of who it is, you're a human being. And, and as much as athletes want to say, you know, oh, it doesn't get to our head, we don't want to think about it, it has to get to your head when you're leading the league in drops and, and you just need one, two catches to get going. But uh, you keep dropping it. And, and like you said, I believe he still leads the league in drops, but they've stopped lately. Uh, the Raiders were certainly like a game like he had against the Chiefs a couple weeks back, the 11 receptions, 210 yards, two touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen again, but if they can get five 
six balls to him uh, up near 100 yards, maybe even in the end zone, then, then that would be a, a welcome surprise. Uh, I mentioned uh, at the start as well that Jared Cook led all receivers uh, against Miami with those eight catches, 126 yards. He's been a much uh, bigger element of the offense as the season has progressed. Uh, it has been mentioned that they take, took him in particularly for certain matchups, you know, against the Chiefs or against the Broncos to try and uh, work with that tight end in the middle of the field. And obviously as it's progressed, he's got more and more targets as the season has gone along. Has he become the go-to guy for Derek uh, Carr at this moment in time? Or has that just been, as I mentioned, kind of game plan uh, dependent? Or do you think it's just going to be the case going forward? I talked in the uh, off-season uh, about the Oakland Raiders and uh, we talked about the possibility that it could be a 100-catch season for Jared Cook. And uh, if we look now, he's, you know, the pace isn't just quite there, but he's starting to really pick up the pace over the last three or four weeks. I, th- I think Cook has, has really provided a vertical threat uh, in the passing game, unlike the Raiders have had from the tight end position of late uh, in the past couple of seasons. I still think Michael Crabtree is the leading receiver on this team with six touchdowns, not just statistically speaking, but uh, with Carr targeting him. Um, but I think Jared Cook has been vital to the Raiders' successes here. You, you read off his stats against the Dolphins. When Cooper and Crabtree aren't, aren't getting rolling and aren't in a rhythm with Carr, you see uh, how Jared Cook can get going and really help this offense. And obviously this game's taking place, as I mentioned, uh, in Mexico. It's the second straight season in which the Raiders uh, will be traveling down there. They faced the Houston Texans there in 2016. Do you think that might have uh, some of, uh, somewhat of an advantage to them, uh, maybe some familiarity? I don't think so. I don't think it matters too much that they've played there before. Uh, the players we've talked to have said the altitude, which is the big difference, probably won't make that much of a difference. I know the Patriots are practicing at high altitude in Colorado Springs this week. Uh, the Raiders' plan is to just fly in late Saturday so that so they don't have that much time to, to be uh, exposed to it, I guess, exposed to the altitude before it really affects them. So I don't think it should play too much of a problem. Guys have said... Uh, it wasn't too bad last year, but they really enjoy the environment down there. They sense the home crowd for the Raiders when, when they play the Texans down there. So I think they're looking forward to it, but, but no real advantage, no real disadvantage. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that fitness level keeps up. And uh, against Miami as well, I mentioned the two touchdowns from Marshawn Lynch, so maybe we're seeing the running game start to get a little bit of life in it again. Uh, Todd Downing took over as offensive coordinator uh, in the offseason, and the offensive went from a, a top-five offense to a bottom-five offense. They kind of moved away from their offensive line being a strength as a power-blocking unit, and uh, it's been a little bit of a change. We've seen the struggles, and it can happen from year on year with continuity in the offensive line and so on, that it can be tough to get things just uh, continuously going on offense. But with uh, the offense and how they went, in the last game how has the scheme changed uh, from last season to this season and have you seen any changes over the last couple of weeks that might get this offense uh, up and running like we've seen against the the Dolphins for the rest of the season not really uh, no real changes I just think uh, whether Carr Derek Carr's injury has hindered him at all he just needs to sling it downfield a little more and I think uh, it's a different style of running back they have this year Marshawn Lynch hasn't gotten many yards per carry as he would have liked to so you saw against Miami uh, start the running game with Marshawn and then it opens up a little bit of the passing game. So if I think Lynch or if Lynch can get a couple first downs early on, I think that opens up everything in the offense, not just the run game. Uh, And obviously getting into the end zone doesn't hurt either. So that would be a, a welcome surprise, I think, for the Patriots here in these last couple games. Uh, and obviously we've talked through a number of different areas in this game. Is there any areas you think that uh, we haven't uh, touched on that you think could have a, a major impact in deciding this game on Sunday? Uh, 
I don't think too much. I think special teams is going to be something that's very important. Obviously, you saw the Patriots dominate against the Broncos last Sunday night on special teams. Uh, the Raiders really have to protect the ball, can't have any turnovers on special teams, and, and they got to prevent uh, their kickoff coverage teams and punt coverage teams. If the Patriots punt, they have to really uh, prevent any big returns. I know we saw Deion Lewis have the kick return for a touchdown last weekend. So uh, the, the Broncos head coach Vance Joseph said last week, uh, they basically just spotted the Patriots 24 points, uh, not directly on special teams, but the Patriots dominated that in the Raiders. If they want to stand a fighting chance in this game come the fourth quarter, they can't give the Patriots any, any points on special teams. Yeah, and th- this team obviously is at the moment in the hunt for the, the AFC wildcard spots. Uh, you know, it's ridiculous kind of to say at this time of the season that it might be a must-win game, but depending on how other results go this weekend, it could very well be. So the team wants to get back to 500, obviously, get to 5-5, five and five, and we've both kind of touched that we think it's going to be a shootout this week. I'm going to get your prediction now as to, to how you think this one will finish up. Uh, do you think it's going to be a good weekend for the Raiders, or do you think it's one that the, the Patriots win? I think the Patriots 38, Raiders 31. I do think both teams score in the 30s, but I just don't think the Raiders' defense is anywhere near good enough to, to do enough to slow down Tom Brady enough to win. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, obviously, you should be following Matt on Twitter at Matt Snydman. Lots of great information, Matt. Uh, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Once again, that was Mike Snyderman of the Mercury News. You can follow him on Twitter, as I mentioned, at Mike Snyderman. That is S-C-H-N-E-I-D-M-A-N. And uh, he'll get you covered with all the news for the Oakland Raiders. And, of course, he'll have some Patriots news sprinkled in as we get ready for this one this week. As Of course, that is uh, the team they are facing. And in just a moment, I'm going to dive into the game and uh, look at who I think could be the star players. If you've seen over the last couple of weeks listening to the show, I've had, I think there was one week where I might have had a dud. And uh, I'm just trying to think back through mentally and I just can't think who that was there was definitely one week where it didn't work out as well as I was hoping but my uh, draft star player of the week over the last couple of weeks has really smashed it out of the park and for those of you who listened to last week's show as we talked about the Redskins and the Vikings game I did talk about Adam Thielen and uh, he had a, a monster performance this past week so hopefully if you were uh, listening to that show you got uh, some information there and uh, we were able to uh, have some fun in DFS last week with Thielen and uh, get some money on the board so we'll see who I pick as my star player and in just a little moment uh, obviously the season we are heading into week 11 but it's still a perfect time to get yourself a rotoviz nfl pass which as a listener to the podcast you can get a 30 percent discount through uh, the rotoviz podcast homepage that is rotoviz.com forward slash podcast your subscription will give you unlimited access to all our nfl content and tools and best of all it helps support the pod again be sure to get that 30 percent discount now uh, for an nfl pass at rotoviz.com forward slash podcast and for those of you who haven't already joined in and uh, got that, um, you know, the, the 30% off, it is definitely worthwhile doing it. It's worth doing it uh, without any cost off, uh, without any savings. You can also get yourself that three-day free trial by signing up uh, on rotavis.com. But you can sign up there and get that 30% off for listening to the podcast, the tools, the content. It is really, they're just hitting it out of the park at the moment, uh, all the great writers over there at Rotoviz. Uh, so uh, I definitely recommend getting uh, signed up uh, today as we get ready to enter week 11. Entering week 11, I'm talking here about the Patriots, I'm talking about the Raiders. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've been looking for your suggestions on Twitter, what, whether what uh, app to use uh, on Rotoviz to look at the prospects and of the, the players in this game, and of course, getting your suggestions on what players that you want to hear me talk a little bit about. So 
A quick shout out to Bobcat Truther who wanted to hear about uh, Rex Burkhead and Amari Cooper and then we had Sebastian Owl who wanted to hear about Sexy Rexy as he uh, calls him. So we'll be talking obviously about Rex Burkhead in just a little moment and we'll be talking about Amari Cooper but any suggestions you want uh, about what you want to hear on the show on a weekly basis you can hit me up on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Next week we'll be previewing the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. I'll be talking with Grant Cohen about the 49ers. Now, maybe we'll be seeing Jimmy Garoppolo after the 49ers bye, but uh, whether it's about the 49ers you want to hear me discuss some players or whether it's about the Seahawks, do hit me up. Uh, I will be recording next week's show a little earlier in the week because, of course, we have Thanksgiving next week, so get on me at Twitter and uh, let me know what you want to hear in that game. But back to today's game, we're obviously talking Patriots, we're talking Oakland Raiders let's look through some of the players and first up I'm going to start to talk about the Raiders we obviously had a big game uh, before the bye as I mentioned Marshawn Lynch he played a season high snap rate in week nine uh, coming off that week eight suspension and played uh, he pretty much had his best game of the season it was his highest fantasy output he has now been basically rested up in two of the last three weeks and now obviously Raiders face New England as I mentioned in Mexico but the one problem that's going to be hard here is game script i'm expecting like we talked there with matt that the patriots are going to put up a lot of points and that kind of rules out marshawn lynch if they're very far behind marshawn lynch is more a player who has success when the team are ahead or it's a very close game maybe the game will stay close but i think it's gonna be a week where it's hard to have a lot of confidence in the workload that marshawn lynch is going to receive then when you're talking about the other running backs for the Oakland Raiders, we're looking here obviously at Jill and Richard and DeAndre Washington. Uh, over the last couple of games, we've seen uh, Richard, uh, you know, be sprinkled in with some rushing attempts, but he hasn't got much work in the passing game. Then uh, DeAndre Washington has got a lot more uh, catches on the season so far. He has thir- 23 receptions, so there's more of an opportunity there for them if he's in comeback mode. Though uh, the players I'm really interested in this week are the the wide receivers and the tight end, and of course when you're looking at those as well, you're looking at Derek Carr. I think. Carr, who has had his struggles this season, hasn't been as good as he was this time last year. I definitely think that uh, you can start him this week with confidence against this Patriots defense. We remember how they started the season. They were struggling to start the year, and I think as we uh, move forward into the season, <laughs> that might come up again. We'll see what happens this week. I think it's going to be an opportunity uh, for, particularly if they're playing for behind for this Raiders team, this Raiders offense rather, to put up uh, points on the board. The one I am concerned about is Amari Cooper. He has continued to be a little bit, uh, I know he, I was saying he was better than he has been through the first five weeks of the season, but he still has been inefficient in his last two games. Obviously, in week seven, he had a monster game uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. He has uh, had his issues over the last uh, couple of weeks. I think that when we're looking at him, Mari Cooper, he's a player. There is going to be options there. There's going to be points there. But this week, it's uh, going to be tough. I think the Patriots will look to take him away a little bit more from a defensive schematic point of view. And I think then there's an opportunity for that there to help Michael Crabtree. But both wide receivers have the opportunity this week, and it's likely that if you have uh, Mari Cooper and you draft him in the first round, he is probably still going to be at this point of the season uh, one of the top two uh, wide receivers on your roster. So you're probably going to have to start him because it is a, a very, very positive matchup for him. The problem is that he isn't catching a lot of balls 20 yards plus downfield, and that's something that we'd like to see from him to get those uh, points on the board. So there is the opportunity for jaw dropping kind of out, outlet here from uh, Amari Cooper and for. Crabtree but with both of those uh, they aren't my preferred options this week when I'm looking 
at the Oakland Raiders uh, pass catching options but I, I would start both of those with uh, pretty much confidence this week I think they'll both finish up you know wide receiver high wide receiver uh, trees uh, kind of low range wide receiver twos I, I'd confidently be putting them into my lineups uh, this week and I think if you have them that is what you have to do but the player that I'm very interested in putting in my lineup this week is Jared Cook he's seen an increase in target share over the last couple of weeks he had nine targets uh, in his last game in week nine uh, prior to that there five targets then seven targets he has had only one game this season with less than five targets so there's a safe floor there and I think as well with him becoming a, a favored target of Der- Derek Carr there is an opportunity uh, for him to have uh, a nice nice uh, spiked week and if he can get himself into the end zone which he has done a couple of times uh, over the last uh, four or five weeks I think we'll uh, see a big week and I think at his current value uh, you know in daily fantasy or whether it's just as a streaming option or a starting option rather even uh, in your fantasy season long league I think he's he's definitely worth an option I've, I've had him projected this week for four receptions uh, for 49 yards and uh, I think he is uh, you know over a 50% chance of a touchdown in this one I think even playing from behind I think my prediction is of a very similar score of a 30 28 result in favor of the New England Patriots and you know so we're both both me myself and Matt are pretty much projecting that it's going to be an over 60 point game and with that there'll be opportunities for touchdowns and I think uh, Jared Cook as, as my option here for the uh, Oakland Raiders will be my uh, preferred option at getting that touchdown for them this week. However, moving on to the Patriots, and obviously we know uh, with Rob Gronkowski, you start him with uh, full confidence, there's no doubt about that. And I didn't touch on it when I talked about the injury report for the uh, Patriots. Chris Hogan has not uh, travelled with the team to Colorado, as uh, Matt mentioned there, for that high-altitude training camp. So it is very much expected that he's not going to be part of the plans this week. I I haven't uh, factored him into my rankings this week at all. I think he's going to miss out again with that shoulder injury. So looking then, you obviously have Tom Brady. We know, uh, you know, Matt called him the greatest of all time, and I think it's uh, you know, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, and I, I love myself some Aaron Rodgers, but Rodgers just doesn't have the hardware to back it up that uh, Brady Brady has over his career. So, uh, you know, I think there's absolutely no doubt arguing that. I think at this stage we have to have to give him props, greatest of all time. And um, I mentioned Father Time has uh, is undefeated, but at the moment uh, Tom Brady's still kicking his ass as well. So we'll see what happens here this week, and I think he's going to light up this Oakland Raiders team. Brady, get him in your lineup. So there's no doubt about that. I don't need you don't need you're not coming here to hear me tell you that the players that you might be interested in hearing or uh, you know Rob Gronkowski you don't need to hear that either put him in your lineup is as simple as that when you're looking at somebody then uh, in the backfield that can be a harder one to decipher and we're looking here at Dion Lewis over the last couple of weeks has had a, a, a nice workload here for the New England Patriots and Rex Burkhead coming back off his injury has been sprinkled in obviously we know in the off season this year we had uh, Rex Burkhead come in as a free agent from uh, the Bengals and we also had Mike Gillisley come in as a free agent from the Buffalo Bills and after that happened uh, then Burkhead kind of had a couple of injuries throughout the preseason got injured early in the season again uh, after having a, a few positive uh, big plays he had a, a touchdown catch against the New Orleans Saints early in the season but he's been kind of banged up with injuries but Gillisley came in had the big uh, couple of games to start the season but has slowed down it was a healthy scratch this past week so uh, really and truly you can uh, put Gillisley out of your mind uh, at least for the next couple of weeks unless injuries come into play so you have James White, Dion Lewis and of course uh, Rex Burkhead as I mentioned James White I think still is a safe floor in PPR leagues if you're playing in standard leagues uh, I, I'm probably uh, not too concerned I think the touchdown upside is a little bit lower for uh, for White and uh, the players I'm interested in this week in starting uh, particularly in DFS is uh, Dion Lewis and Rex Burkhead so we look at Dion Lewis 
likely to get the, the majority of the carries on the ground and his uh, carries have gone up uh, considerably over the last uh, four weeks so we look at him um, you know I'm looking here now on the GLSP for uh, Dion Lewis coming up here in front of me it's very very low in terms of his uh, low projection his median then is uh, 3.2 and then his high is coming in for PPR at 10.4 so low all around I think uh, in this game there's no way I can't see him hitting uh, close to that high margin I think the high margin this week is coming up very very low for him but out of the two running backs the one that I want to own this week is Rex Burkhead he's just somebody who's uh, I've always liked Rex uh, you know over the last two or three years I've been acquiring him in dynasty leagues and when it didn't work out for him at the start of the season I thought oh well I, I had got that one wrong but he's coming back in he's getting his opportunity and I think this week we're going to see a healthy healthy uh, dose of Rex Burkhead looking at his projections in this one uh, straight away a higher floor for him and PPR his floor is coming up here at 8.6 his median is 11.9 and the high is 20 so the floor and the median very very close but then if he can get a touchdown that really spikes it in to that high one in the GLSP app looking through him as well he's a uh, the, you know if you're looking for what is going for him here the Patriots are a seven and a half point favorite there is a high total in this the team implied total is very high he's a pass catching back he's an increased uh, market in the shares of carries and targets over the last couple of weeks he, he's definitely mispriced in my opinion on DraftKings he's 3,600 and he'll be in pretty much all my lineups this week so looking at Rex Burkhead the snap crown as I mentioned has increased in each of the last three games he's gone from 17 all the way to playing more than half the snaps uh, for the Patriots last week against the Broncos and uh, the Patriots as I mentioned touchdown favorites on the road with a 29 point implied team total so 29 points to go around let's uh, hope Rex Burkhead gets uh, into the end zone in this one and become has a, a very very nice game he is becoming uh, one of Brady's you know, most trusted targets and they've also been using him in this slot a couple of times and that's where he scored from in week 10 against the Broncos so he's getting some wide receiver snaps putting that there in there with those running back uh, snaps you just you have to love the opportunity that is there so the Raiders uh, defense ranks 29th against running backs in terms of receiving yards allowed and the reason that Burkhead is so uh, you know underpriced this week as I mentioned is that uh, prior to that Sunday night primetime game against the Broncos the uh, prices had already been set for the week 11 pricing structure for uh, DraftKings in particular so uh, you know you're getting the better price you're getting the opportunity you just need to get him in your lineup and that's why as well he is my draft play of the week. And I mentioned last week Thielen was my play of the week, so I hope you used him on draft and helped yourself out. So this week you should be using Rex Burkhead. If you haven't tried out draft yet, come and join today. You can download the app anytime. Just search draft in your app store and uh, you can also play online at playdraft.com. The online version is my preferred option just because I spend so much time sitting in front of my laptop. So whichever way you want and uh, for a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit all you have to do while signing up is use our code rv radio so you play for real money for free on your first attempt rv radio is that code and of course you've probably heard it on this show you've probably heard it on all our other rv radio shows about draft fantastic format uh, no salary caps play in a real life snake draft just like your what you do with your friends in a season long league and uh, it's just uh, a fast draft last uh, kind of five to ten minutes you get everything set up there's no trades no waiver wire just set that best line up and then uh, of course you go and uh, your best ball format comes into play whoever scores the most points starts in your lineup and uh, whoever has the most points at the end of it all wins the cash prize so drafts start from just one dollar so there's pretty much drafts for everyone it's week 11 your team mightn't be doing too good at this point in the season maybe you're uh, looking for a little bit of added fun if your team is maybe uh, out off the playoff hunt so 
let's get it done this week that code again rv radio and that is playdraft.com or search draft in the app store so with that i mentioned that's burkhead and of course then when you look at the wide receivers hogan is out this week that gives an increased target opportunity as well to mr brandon cooks brandon cooks can be a boomer boss play from week to week but there has been a little bit more of a safe floor option uh, getting the ppr catches uh, this season but you know you're looking at this defense i mentioned they're ranked 29th uh, you know against the pass and there's a huge opportunity this week for him to uh, have a nice big catch really then when you're looking around it it's kind of dart throws i think if you're looking at the other wide receivers if you're being completely honest with yourself uh, the running backs are where i'm targeting i mentioned rex burkhead feel free to go with Dion lewis but uh, go with james white i think there are all the three running backs this week could have big weeks and of course you have gronk but gronk is gronk and you're going to have to pay for gronk he's going to be the the most expensive uh tight end uh, if you're playing dfs of course if you're playing draft you can uh, take him early in the first round and then if you're playing in your season-long leagues be happy you have gronk get him in your lineup so uh, i think the opportunities there for cooks i play him with confidence this week and that's not something i often say with branton cooks but uh, i'm going with the running backs and uh, obviously tv12 as well to, to spread the ball around so with all that said um, i hope you've enjoyed today's show i mentioned next week's show is going to be an early edition do let me know your suggestions for what you want to hear on the show whether it be the apps used or whether it be uh, the players discussed we'll be doing the uh, 49ers and the seahawks on next week's edition so until i'm back with that one this has been the week 11 edition of rotoviz fantasy football beat brought to you by draft my name's colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland have a good one Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Football Beat on Rotoviz Radio. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. You can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com and you can follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz at a 30% discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send him my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark, inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran... Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.